0: Chick fil A. They all decided years ago to block porn on their free Wi Fi. But Starbucks was still letting you sit there and watch porn while you drank your your Christmas flavored latte. I didn't even know they were monitoring what people were doing in there. I don't know if they mo- I don't know if they just notice it or people complain, or are they looking at their server and seeing what sites people are going to? I don't know. I think I just am interested that. There's there are people doing this. Huh? D- don't don't look at porn in a public place. I mean there's something wrong with you. You're not looking at porn. I was working for like two and a half hours on my screenplay. and I got sucked into YouTube for a while and I worked on my screenplay then a, then I looked at porn a little bit. but for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Ask Isaac Newton who invented the Fig Newton <laughs> um, you porn, one of the world's biggest companies. Which is dedicated only to pornography. Is that Y-O-U or the letter U? Y-O-U porn. Or the uh, truly obscure Y-E-W. <laughs> um, they, or H-E-W, hue porn. They, you just lean toward porn. This is a little English humor for you. They have, uh, they're in the top 100 of web traffic of all companies in the world. You wow. Wow. Yeah, they're a big deal, I guess. And what do they do? Uh, They um sell roller skates to children. Yeah. So um, they have decided that n- no Starbucks will be allowed in their corporate offices anywhere in the world. So they, <laughs> they have, have Starbucks, Starbucks <laughs> coffee. Right. So they're <laughs> fighting back against Starbucks. Oh, boy. By saying <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> is banned for its Folgers or Dunkin' Donuts for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, can't we all just get along? <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. My guess is the sort of person that was looking at porn at Starbucks will now look at the porn somewhere else, so I don't think your traffic is going to go down at all. I don't think you've taken much of a hit. It's hilarious. So McDonald's and Chick-fil-A and Subway, if you're looking at porn at freaking Subway sandwiches, what is wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe it's the bread. It's just a suggestive shape.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. That's you've got a problem. You yeah, seriously, have a problem. Foot long, indeed. Um. So, do we have? Uh, uh, what are you in the mood for? I have a breakdown. Departure. Of, <laughs> oh, I I have a breakdown of MBS and and why a lot of people, Lindsey Graham, the Senate are 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 making are, 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 are <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, why are they making such grand gestures condemning Saudi Arabia? It's not about Khashoggi. It's kind of about Yemen, but it's mostly about MBS. I finally figured that out. Um, we could talk about regulatory costs. There's a big, giant study from f- some of my favorite people in the world, the Mercatus Center at George Mason University. Uh, I would also like to hear about uh, your big day yesterday, if you choose to discuss that. I might talk about that later. I haven't decided. Oh, okay. I'll give you a minute to decide that. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Well, it's a kid's doctor's appointment. It's not right. You know, it's not all uh, balloons and lollipops, obviously. Oh, no. When you're doing that sort of thing. No, no, indeed. Um, I'll just tell you this. We've been a little mystified why some people are making such a big deal of the Adnan Khashoggi thing. Well, the bone saw was a, a good hook. <laughs> I mean, that that hooked me into the story. A bone saw, you say? <laughs> and, then Barbaric! Last, and then last week, the details that came out on how they sucked the blood out of him or drained the blood out of him and put it down the sink so there'd be no blood to deal with. I mean, they really went to great lengths to try to get this guy out of the building. Good without, morning, everyone. Without anybody knowing. It's just gross. It you can de- gloss over that. It obviously didn't it's work. Too much. Well, it gets to the, the level. I mean, what did they have, 20-some people that showed up? They got into a fist fight. Nobody planned on it. So it was unfortunate. A, so they had enough people show up with enough bags that they thought they could bring the, the, the now bloodless body parts into their luggage and get him out of the country that way. And I guess they go with the story. I don't know. I think he left the embassy on his own. Why did that not work? How did, how did that end up blowing up? Well, uh, there was video of him entering the embassy, no video of him leaving, and his fiance is standing outside saying, Where's my man? Yeah, but this sort of thing happens all the time. Right. How many Putin journalists have had similar stories? Look, the guy's walking with his girlfriend, car drives in front of the camera, and now he's laying on the pavement. Oh. Internet? I mean, I don't know what happened. Must have had a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. He has a hole in him. Uh, Right, exactly. Putin gets away with that stuff all the time. But Putin, well, all right, which brings me to my point. uh, Combination of a guest we talked to earlier, uh, Faisal El Estrabati, who we've talked to many times, if you didn't get that. It's our, what, three on the podcast from today? Excellent interview. Um, just because he's a great guest. But we also got a great note from Joe, who's um, uh, getting his uh, master's in international relations. And he's talking about how MBS was never the U.S. US foreign policy establishment's preferred leader. That was his cousin, Mohammed bin Nayef, who had a long relationship with the CIA, State Department, and other U.S. institutions. And everybody thought he was going to be the king until MBS pulled off the big power play. And locked everybody up in the uh, the Ritz and all that sort of stuff. And beat them down or took all their money or whatever till they pledged a fealty to him. Since that time, MBS has repeatedly made his American allies nervous through reckless and regionally destabilizing behavior. He purged the Saudi regime of most of his competition, which included individuals the U.S. had more confidence in, orchestrated the kidnapping of the prime minister of Lebanon, and most importantly, you can't forget that one. That was a horrendous act. Oh, and slapped the old man around. Kept him awake for like a day and a half before he signed some confession. And made him read some hostage video uh, you know, style speech that I'm here willingly. Please stop beating me. He ordered a blockade of Qatar, uh, which is a home to an important U.S. and allies military base. Even before he was named crown prince, he was the main architect of the war in Yemen, which U.S. policymakers looked the other way on because it, well, I, I don't want to get into detail on that because we already did this morning. But um, He does own the world's nicest yacht, painting, and car. And house. And house. Right, right. Um, so th- the long and short of it is there are a lot of people, Lindsey Graham, um, foreign policy establishment, that are extremely uncomfortable with MBS, extremely uncomfortable. And they're trying to send the message to the Saudi family, the Saud family, we know this guy took control and locked some of you up in hotels and kicked you around, but this is not the guy. This is not the guy. So that's what it's all about. Well, and remember, we. And, and the media, then, because they're naive dopes, thinks it's still like some sort of righteous outrage over ad journalists disappearing, which being a journalist in the Middle East is a hell of a dangerous occupation. Um,. And so the story is getting misreported in my mind. I think it's not even close. I, I am now happy to see that there is a, a method to the madness for the Lindsey Graham crowd. They just think this guy's more dangerous than other people. They want him to not be the leader of Saudi Arabia. Right. The journalists who are going along with it, wake up, college student. Journalists disappear all the time. And this guy was in favor of a dude who kills journalists more than anyone else in the world. Right. Kishoggi, Literally. Khashoggi was an ally of Erdogan in Turkey. Who sniffs it? journalists. Uh, Snuff, not sniffs. Journalist sniffer. No, he kills them. More than anyone else, according to the people who keep track sort of sort of has them beaten, etc. So it's just, it's, just, it's just, I don't know. But um, we brought this to you a couple of weeks ago. There were millions of dollars spent at a, on a PR campaign. To try to build up MBS, and it worked. He was on mm-hmm. 60 Minutes. He was in the San Francisco Bay Area. He's a reformer. He's letting women drive. He's meeting with Facebook people and all that sort of stuff. Huh. He's just a different kind of person when he's absolutely not. Yeah. Well, these he hired PR pros who identified, what's wrong with Saudi Arabia? And one of the big results, I don't know this, but I know this. Because I'm old and bitter and have worked in advertising and, and you know uh, politics and journalism and the rest of it. PR firm asked people, what do you not like about Saudi Arabia? Maybe the hand chopping came up, this, that. But the women not being allowed to drive was a big result. I'm sure of it. And so they said to MBS, hey, all right, you want to be seen as a reformer? Do this. Let the gals drive. And he got tremendous accolades for that. This guy. Even as he was, and this was a head scratcher to me at the time. Even as women were getting the right to drive, he was jailing the activist women who were demanding the right to drive. Go figure that one. Well, MBS is not an Islamist. That's what Kosoji hated about him. Um, MBS is just your old-style dictator where right. I just want money and power. I don't care about Islam or whatever. Right. And that's why he's banded together with MSG. Is that the guy from Qatar or, or Arab That's or a stuff in Chinese food. <laughs> but they they like the idea of, of we're running the world, but it's not the whole Islam thing. Mm. And, and Kosoji likes the political Islam. That's why he was... Cozying up with Turkey, where they're trying to do political Islam as a form of government. Well, and they are, yeah. And one more final note before we wear you out completely: the whole the war in Yemen, which the mainstream media, well, really all media, have been portraying as you got your Saudi-backed folks, and then you got your Iranian-backed Houthis. Well, as we've been figuring out through the course of today and and yesterday, the the Houthis are kind of sort of backed by Iran. They have switched sides so many times. The government they're trying to get rid of utterly corrupt, terribly unpopular. Their own people overthrew them, and MBS decided, no, we're gonna we're gonna go crazy and we're gonna bomb them into compliance and blah blah. And they're not getting anywhere. Nothing is being accomplished except a humanitarian nightmare. And uh, and folks like Lindsey Graham and others are wondering why is the U.S. participating in this? It's unholy, unproductive, and, and many many people are dying. So that's I finally get it. Looking at this list of industries that millennials are destroying. (laughs) Damned millennials. Did you say golf? Golf is on the list. Oh, my young friends. Bar soap. Soda pop. Millennials are killing soda pop because they drink those damned energy drinks. I don't care about that, but you're you going to pry my bar of soap out of my cold, dead hand. Well, you can tell a millennial, but you can't tell them much. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Back out of is. the room if you got to be in the room with a millennial. <laughs> More on that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Tomorrow. Armstrong and Getty. The
0: conscience
2: of the nation. <laughs>
0: hunting millennials like they do, used to do witches i think <laughs> napkins millennials have ruined napkins like all napkins are just the cloth ones they wipe it on their shirt they're the hands on their shirt or what that's a good question let me look at that one no they're opting you know what we do this at our house I thought we were just rubes, but this is what we do at our house. We are rubes, but this is not the evidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, younger consumers are opting for paper towels over napkins. That's what we do. We Here just tear off. The, we just tear tear off the paper towels. Why would I buy separate, different shaped, the same thing? Yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah. I guess that's what millennials have determined.
1: I I, su- I use bathroom towels, the big bath. Bathroom- <laughs> big bath towels. That's good. Just wipe the barbecue sauce off. <laughs> yeah. I saw
0: a mom and her kid, they they just, I can't, what were they eating? Oh, it was ice cream, and this kid polishes off his ice cream, and then he lifts up his shirt and wipes his mouth with it, and I thought, oh, my God, what a little kid move. Mm. That's so great. I got one kid who still does that, and I just, I'm really trying to end that. Just Yeah, I know. It's easy <laughs> for me because my kids are grown, <laughs> and they're using paper towels like like savages. Uh, hey, let's take a fun look. That, uh, it's a little late, and we apologize for that, but it's a fun look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. What is the likelihood that you personally will go to Mars?
2: 70%. I will switch channels. I'll do CNN, and then I'll go to Fox, and then I'll go to MSNBC. And you can hear, you can just sense the slant. But that information's helpful. I think the vast majority of 320 million Americans want politics to be put back in a proper place, not to be at the center of people's worldview. The problem is that those two goals conflict with each other. You can either admit the world's poor into your country or you can give your own people more free stuff, but you can't do both.
1: I shouldn't say this. You'll say I'm very conceited because I'm not.
2: That a projection of specific impacts is something we should look on with skepticism. But...
0: I wish I could use that language when I break up with someone. Look, I'm I'm not ending the relationship. I'm just not allocating any love for you after March.
3: Well, I have no overhead. I don't advertise. I don't pay rent, and I steal the coat. To be fair, you wouldn't feel great either if you were 34 years old and still crashing at your grandma's. <laughs> He's a weak person. Huh.
0: Millennials have killed beer. What? (laughs) They don't drink it for for some reason.
1: Quick note, the video of that wonderful gentleman playing Hell's Bells on Europe's largest church bells is available at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Also, you've got to check out the video of Putin and MBS high-fiving at the G20 today. Hey, nice job! i kn- bone saw, nice touch, <laughs> nice touch. I'm not sure they said that. That's exactly what they're saying, and I'm not kidding. That's exactly what that high five was about. Don't Respect, you brother. Yeah, boy, you know how to keep people in line. I well, learned from you, my friend. I'm just, a, hey, oh, hey, hey. I can only I kneel before you, Putin. I'm just. It's just, an honor to share the same exactly. summit with you. <laughs> I just I just looked at your playbook and I'm just trying to improve upon that. Well, meanwhile, MBS, for the reasons we were just discussing, is sending a message loud and clear to American uh, power brokers. I don't have to go your way. Vlad Putin wants to go out with me real bad. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oof, that's scary. Oh yeah, that's freaking scary. Please, millennials, Egypt, of... Saudi Arabia, they're our buddies. They haven't always been. Right, millennials have killed beer. Um, uh, particularly Coors Light and Bud Light, nectar of the nitwit. That's my that's my area right there. Mm. When I drank, boy, I drank a lot of Coors Light. My now. boy enjoys uh, the brew, uh, but he tends towards your your heartier micro brews, definitely. Uh-huh. And so do his friends. Uh, sales of other kind of booze have stayed the same. So drinking's down in general for millennials, but they don't they don't drink the domestic beer. I can't tell you how much I love beer. It just is directly correlated to how fat I am, how much beer I drink. Well, that's why I, just, I got away from the, the you know, the, the heartier brews. There are just so many freaking calories. Yeah, you particularly in the quantity that you were fond of. Oh, yeah, yeah but if you're going to drink eight Guinness, it's a lot more calories in ah! eight Guinness than there are in eight
1: Coors Lights. It just is. My head just eight starts is, thinking of drinking eight Eight is Guinness. a lot. <laughs> eight is a lot of beers.
0: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it's a work night and i got to go to bed early. Um, mayonnaise. Millennials have killed mayonnaise. Oh, worth it. Wow. Mayonnaise. Wow. Kraft and Hellman's also, also something. I'm a guy who likes Coors Light and like just regular mayonnaise. Do you like a marinade sandwich? On Wonder Bread. That's just who I am. But um, they've had to slash the prices to keep people interested. Old Simple Jack. Yeah. Just among other things, the millennials. Did you just make them- Millennials are killing these things off just because they ain't guess, got no meat in. I don't know if it's just because they're bad people or they hate America, but the millennials are out to destroy these things. Traditional weddings, no longer getting church, uh, married in various big banquet halls or churches; they're going to farms and places like that. Well, that's just a change of fashion. This will be it'll be this way for 50 years, and then there'll be radio hosts talking about. Generation L is killing the traditional
1: farm Winter's wedding,
0: wedding. <laughs> and going into banquet halls. They right? ruined it.
1: I would love to do an experiment where I go to one of those banquet halls or whatever, and I just plan a party. Don't tell them it's a wedding, because I, I firmly believe you get upcharged as soon as your oh, your right. celebration of that right. turns into a wedding. Guaranteed. And, yeah, and then you just show up and you get married there. I wonder how <laughs> they would handle that. Not a bad idea. Well, it's not like there's a law against it. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? There it. probably is... Are they going to wait until if anybody objects to this union and then they? Eh, they lied to us about the venue. Yeah, yeah, there I'm, about, a, I'm the manager here. <laughs> isn't
3: there something about fraudulent behavior with an innkeeper or something? Yes.
0: yes, defrauding an innkeeper. That's it. That's what I was accused of when I went to two movies for the price of one.
1: Whoa, shame.
0: My. I actually paid to see a movie. It yeah. sucked, so I walked into a different theater. I didn't see that as I thought. It was, I saw it as returning my movie for a different one for a different size in exchange. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. you watched one and a half movies. You can describe it any way you want there. <laughs> Broader. He's really the Michael Cohen of the Armstrong and show. He's
1: just
0: a little fast and loose with the law.
3: How <laughs> many a-
1: sexy medallions you got?
0: What's <laughs> coming up your news, Marshal? Al Democrat Adam Schiff with a
3: warning for President Trump and another Catholic archdiocese in trouble over sex abuse claims. We're going to be getting those stories.
0: And boy, another one of those. Adam Schiff is insufferable. He's going to be in charge soon, like it or
3: not, ready or not,
0: here it comes. He's going to be (laughs) investigating Trump's taxes. Get (laughs) ready. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. If you don't take in these big breaking news stories on a couple of different networks, you're really missing out, I think, on the story of America. I love... When a big story breaks, I, I get excited, okay? I'm going to watch Brian Williams handle it on MSNBC for 15 minutes. Right. And I'm going to watch, you know, handle it over on Fox for 15 minutes. And then try to take what I think, you know, is really going on. But it's really interesting. Um, and MSNBC and CNN are in the position of Trump is clearly a traitor to his country. And it's just a matter of when this presidency ends. And they've been on that track since before he took office. Uh, but I saw one legal expert last night on the whole uh, Cohen story when it broke say, well, like like most Americans, I'm shocked and appalled. And I thought, well, there's, there's a chunk of America that's shocked and appalled, but there's a giant chunk that's not. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips.
3: Ali, admission by President Trump's longtime personal attorney Michael Cohen that he lied to Congress about the Trump Organization's plans to What build... a shock
0: that he lied to anybody about anything. I- I'm guessing he and Manafort lied to everyone about everything. So guess. yes, see, there's 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 Haldeman and Ehrlichman and Dean. Saying, uh, there, we had no uh, connection to the burglary. Uh, and then you got Michael Cohen saying, uh, no, no, we, we were done talking about that by June. Yeah, no, right. we didn't talk to anybody. No way. I mean, he's just, he's such a character. He's such a New York street hustler that. It's just, it's different. Well, now, if as it turns tu- out to be a big deal, I don't know. As Tucker Carlson said on Fox last night, look, Cohen's an interesting dude. If he got accused of cannibalism, you'd have to at least look into it. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. Not exactly a vouch for a <laughs> guy. No, no, it's not. No. Talking about uh,
3: Trump or uh, Cohen's admission that he lied about the Trump branded this skyscraper in Moscow that uh, supposedly was under consideration during the campaign. Anyway, that admission's brought new scrutiny upon the sworn testimony of other. Trump Associates. Now, while President Trump may say this about Cohen's testimony... He's a weak person, and what he's trying to do is get a reduced sentence, so he's lying about
0: a project that everybody knew about.
3: I mean, we
2: were very open with it.
3: While Trump was saying that, Adam Schiff, the ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, has called on the committee's Republican leadership to accelerate the release of the transcripts from the interviews they carried out behind closed doors to the special counsel, and to the public so they could be analyzed for any misleading statements.
0: Michael Cohen's guilty
3: plea also underscores the importance of something else, and that is we believe other witnesses were untruthful before our committee. Democrats have been saying they will release the transcripts publicly when they assume control of the committee in January.
0: God dang it. We're going to get bogged down in this, for better or worse. I mean, we're really going to get bogged down in this. This is going to be like... Well, it will be like when the Republicans took Congress uh, in 94. We're going to be all investigation all the time. Right. Well, you know, and there are people who lied before Congress on the Hillary side that are known about. Uh, Bruce Orr, the uh, number, whatever he is at the Justice Department, gave diametrically opposed testimony that Glenn Simpson from Fusion GPS gave about right. the Steele dossier. And Steele had a different set of stories. And these people uh, were, uh, it was, uh, Simpson was actually referred to the Justice Department.
1: Simpson, eh? That's right.
0: Correct. S- Sector 7G. What <laughs> uh, about drones from 7G? Um, it, so, you know, lying before Congress happens a lot, and it's known, and it's out, and it's proud. And nobody's getting uh, tried for it. But Cohen, which doesn't excuse him, right? Go ahead, try him for all I care. He's probably a liar. Um, But boy, the selective outrage is just tough to take.
3: Citing the millions of dollars paid to victims of clergy sexual abuse, the Archbishop of Albuquerque, New Mexico, said the archbishop the archdiocese is declaring bankruptcy. The announcement, coming after the state attorney general's office served a pair of new search warrants seeking documents related to two former New Mexico priests who have been credibly accused of sexually abusing children. So now the archdiocese is going bankrupt.
0: And, uh, you know, that money was donated by people who just wanted to make the world a better place. Not feed the starving, et cetera. Not pay off sex abuse claims.
3: Meanwhile, NASA's chief is saying SpaceX CEO Elon Musk can forget about smoking weed or drinking whiskey on a podcast ever again if he wants to keep flying astronauts to the International Space Station. NASA administrators saying Musk's decision to puff a blunt and toss down drinks during a podcast in September was, quote, not helpful and did not inspire confidence. Can't drink whiskey on a podcast? I'm sorry, who said that? This was the uh, NASA's uh, chief administrator.
0: Did any of the astronauts that went to the moon have a cocktail at night? I'm thinking they probably did. Yeah, I don't... It's, it's, be quiet, sir. Whatever. <laughs> By the way, we got this text. Millennial yes. here. Speaking yes. for millennial. Yes. I watched my grandmother's generation eat liver and onions, and we're not even upset that your generation ended that abomination. <laughs> Touche, my young friend. Touche.
3: Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry is making some changes that. To- How Under Armour sells its shoes after getting a letter from a nine-year-old girl from the San Francisco Bay Area. Dear Stephen Curry, my name is Riley, just like your daughter. Riley Morrison sent a letter to uh, Curry saying she was really disappointed to see that there were no Curry 5s for sale in the girls' section. Adding,
2: It means to me, like, girls are strong. And that they can do anything they put their mind to.
0: Well, Curry... i was... bet I could dunk over you. <laughs> <laughs> How can you stop this crossover?
3: <laughs> How old is she? She's nine.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can take her. Yeah, I'll not... just bag her down.
3: Not only is Curry going to make the shoes available for all girls, he also promised to send that Morrison two pairs of the shoes, including the new Curry Sixes, and he invited her to be his guest at the Warriors' home game next March 8th, okay. International
1: Women's Day. So the the... The main point of this is it just seems that the all children's sizes of the shoes were just listed under the boys' right. section on the website. So they talking to Under Armour. Now they're just having a specific, oh, no, the, the basketball sports shoes can now show up in the girls' section. I, I like little girls. I like little kids. I like Steph Curry. But isn't this just an opportunity to
0: announce to the world a whole new market for God. issues?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, you hard-hearted oh, you gentleman. cynical,
0: bitter man. Gosh, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and
3: Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Can you fly, Squawky? Can, can you still fly?
0: Bald eagle right there. Crying out for freedom. Because we've got him chained in the control room, but it's it's a symbol. Do you know what a symbol is? All right, that's what he is. Uh, Because somebody, so and so, is shredding the Constitution. Somebody always is. Oh boy! It's amazing it's withstood the shredding. Right? Yeah.
3: Guards constantly. (laughs)
0: Oh man, serious times. The petering out coming up next. We will peter out. Including final thoughts. Always thought provoking. Ah, All right. On the Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience
3: of the nation.
0: Strong and Getty Show. I really wish I hadn't missed yesterday because I know you got to all have the conversation about Stormy Daniels turning on Michael Avenatti, which is just about as rich a dessert as I can handle. He takes breaks stealing from her only to lie to her, apparently. And anybody who took Michael Avenatti seriously for even 45 seconds owes themselves, mankind, and God Almighty an apology. So he was a no-show at an event the other night in which he was supposedly going to be honored with some, like, real heavyweights. Like Barney (laughs) Frank. I mean... People that are important to that, you know, that side's politics, and he was Michael Avenatti was going to be given an award
1: or something. Oh, he, he shouldn't each. be awarded with Barney Fife. <laughs> right?
0: It's uh, it's something what he's turned out to be. And then I learned a little more about his girlfriend that's accusing him, which I don't think he did it. The viol- um, uh, domestic yeah, violence thing. Yeah, yeah, that I, uh, seemed odd from the beginning. But, to but me. he got yeah. mixed up with a crazy young, crazy hot literally crazy actress, ah. uh, 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 sexually speaking, and oh now she's turning his life upside down. So if you if you don't like him and you wished him bad things on him, he's broke. He's being accused of uh, girl beating and, I mean, all kinds of different things. So yeah. his life's about as bad as it can get. Uh, kind of interesting. And also we did a loving tribute to our old producer, Dominic, earlier in the week. We got this text. I wonder what was going through his mind those three hours after his heart stopped. Oh, I hope hey, he found peace. Oh, 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 yes. Well, that's kind of a thing now that pops into my head all the time, since we just learned that this week. Right. And you said in emergency rooms they actually... Well, yeah, one of our beloved correspondents said it's practically a law around here. We don't talk about people who've just passed. We talk to them, or as if they are listening, in case they're still you know, cognizant. Wow, I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, and I'm afraid he's gone. Okay, God, good. What an SOB he was. Hey, 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 I'm still cognizant over here. I can hear you. <laughs> not cool. No, indeed. Um, Three hours is a long time, though. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, part of God's point. Um, uh, also part of well, God's point, I good. guess that my uh, my son has uh, got whatever mental, physical problems he has. And we don't know what they are yet, but I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, as I mentioned the other day. And uh, just to follow up on that, we went to a guy that's considered among the best in the world at this particular thing. Wow, was he impressive. And I, I don't mean to uh, diss in any way other doctors we have seen in the last couple of years. And they all recommended this guy, so they, they look up to him also. But mm. this guy was just, every once in a while, not that often in life, whether it's in business or, or medicine or, or anything, do you meet people where you go, wow. But this was a guy who was just like, wow, this guy is really impressive. Yeah. I think we all expect that to happen a lot more when we're kids. Yes. And young, impressionable yes. young people Then yes. as you rise up through whatever business or you know, pursuits in life you enjoy. Uh, you walk out of more and more offices thinking, what was that? <laughs> that guy or woman's in charge of that? Right. How'd they get that gig? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He must know somebody. Yeah. But this guy was super impressive, and I hope something good comes out of it. But, God, one of the things that we spent seven and a half hours driving and two-hour appointment, one of the things if you have a, a kid that's got problems or a husband or wife or whatever, is how it dominates your life. My wife and I have so few conversations over the last many years that aren't about this, right? Or 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 days or weekends that aren't about this situation. It just it just dominates your life, yeah. And it is, and you know, it is what it is, as they say. Yeah. But it's it's difficult for it to not hijack everything. I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. It's just just the way it is. I remember when I had cancer; it was just it was about the only thing we talked about and did for that period of time. It's. Just, I guess you just need to be more grateful for any periods of time you have in your life where you don't have something like that hijacking the conversation. Right. And realize this is a break from real life. Mm-hmm. Let's really enjoy this. Yes, that's hard to do. Yeah. I'm not sure it's in the character of the beast. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Yeah. 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 Well, as I've been urging uh, people lately, as I have moved into the guru mode of my life, just be kinder to people in general, because everybody you run, run into is either dealing with something really, really difficult, or they're about to be. No, I'll be kind to you if you're a Trump supporter, but if you're not, I got no patience. Oh support. boy, or vice versa. So the way I know. look at the world through the lens of Trump. You know, it's funny. We had that uh, that quote from Ben Sass. How how quickly could you come up with that, Sean? It was from Clips of the Week. Is in the middle of Clips of the Week. He, uh, you know what it, what he said was essentially. We've got to start stop putting our politics at the center of our being. It's not healthy. No, it's not normal. Not. It's definitely not. Kid Rock said exactly the same thing today. In, in all, not as fancy words. And wearing a fedora backwards. Right. With a gigantic blunt on his lips and a bottle of scotch in his hands and
1: writing lines about looking at crotch, I think, was the line. <laughs> wow. I don't have young Mr. Rock. Yes. Um but I do have Ben Sass about a minute long talking it, about this. Uh,
2: Go ahead. So I, I haven't seen their book yet. I've never met Corey Lewandowski. I've met David Bossie before. He seems like a nice guy. Um, but language about enemies and treason, about policy and politics, is pretty warped. And I think most Americans think it's weird. Uh, when you when you look at the small subset of people who put politics at the center of their lives, they tend to be really, really lonely. Most healthy people uh, want to coach Little League. Uh, they want to go to their church, and they want to have great coworkers at the office, and they want to put on face paint uh, when Nebraska's playing football on Saturday. Saturdays. That's the most natural way to live. And then you want politicians to do a limited number of things to maintain a framework for ordered liberty, and then they should go back home. And the, one of the fundamental problems we have in this country is a political class of people who are so obsessed with politics that when they go to Washington, they never actually plan to leave. That's why I'm for term limits. Uh, that's why it's messed up that five of the seven richest counties in America are the suburbs of Washington D.C. where the here. lobbyists yeah, live. That's yeah. good.
0: There's plenty. But yeah, don't don't make it the center of your life. It's don't certainly look to not
2: politicians every day. for a utopia or joy
0: or meaning or whatever. You're not going to find it there. I don't care if you're right, left, center, or or, or nuts. You're not going to find it there. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everyone, again, regardless of political stance. Marshall Phillips, your final thought? Well, if you're like
3: Michelangelo and have to share a bed with your girlfriend's cat, check out Marshall's Musings for the scientific reasons on why that should not be and what animal you should replace the cat with. Marshall's Musings. At armstrongandgetty.com. Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, Michelangelo, your response and or final thought? Uh, Joe Getty was right today. Our souls are not being nourished. How do we nourish our souls? By checking out the A&G store on
2: armstrongandgetty.com. Holiday gifts for all. Buying a t-shirt is going
1: <laughs> to nourish your soul. Positive Sean, your final thought. Yes, tomorrow is the day of my birth. Another year has passed. Another reminder the time remains undefeated. Ever marching forward, ever closer to the day while well, I will not be here. Happy birthday to me positive, Sean. <laughs> One step closer wow. to the grave. Wow. Maybe not a full foot, but certainly four toes. Jack, do you have a final thought? Uh. Video of the day. Check out it
0: at armstrongandgetty.com. Putin <laughs> and the leader of Saudi Arabia high five, and I think with the look on the... Putin's grinning ear-to-ear. And so oh. is MBS. I think not it's... Really. Huh? Who kills Joe Who's got two thumbs and kills journalists? We do.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's really an odd tape. Disturbing. Yeah. If you'd like to be disturbed, go to armstrongandgetty.com. My final thought is, well, if you're going to build a giant house of cards in Anchorage, today was the wrong day to plan. They've just had a big old earthquake in Anchorage. Alaska. Did you know Alaska is actually a U.S. state? What? That's
1: right little trivia for you. Sean, you used to live in Alaska, right? I did. And for how long did you live in Alaska? Uh, A little more than a year. Mm -hmm. I learned to walk there. My mom said I didn't like it because I learned to walk in the snow and my feet would sink and I would just cry because I didn't know how to handle that.
0: Now, were you uh, desperately searching for gold or were you like going after crabs? No. Because
1: everybody in Alaska does one of those two things, <laughs> according to A&E. Me, I was like one and a half. I was
2: not oh, very much know, into the crap. Because <laughs> that, too.
0: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to com. Get a T-shirt. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Valeria, Owen oh, from not planning Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If no time was found in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show.
3: See you some other time!
2: (laughs) Uh. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.